correct. <laughs> you know, I'm a 45-year-old space nerd. Each and every one of us is a crew member here on Spaceship Earth. I'm a the Galactic Guys, John Ennis and Mighty Mike Taylor. There is a space age quality to them. This is the Galactic Coast Power Hour on Final Draft Radio. I thought. <laughs> That's right. This is the Galactic Coast Power Hour, and we are coming to you live from the ACU Texas studio on the top floor of the historic Gemini building. Overlooking NASA's mission control. What's up, y'all? In the home They're all we could afford. My name's John Ennis. I'm here with my brother in brew, Mighty Mike Taylor. Cheers. But enough about us. We are really pumped that the calendar is aligned and we're able to get tonight's guest in studio before his 2018 summer tour takes him out of the Lone Star State and all over the country. His name is Christopher Morphus, and he is a touring live performance artist who creates live paintings that are unbelievably detailed despite being quickly completed on stage during sets. And that doesn't really even do it justice. If you get a chance, uh, pull up his website, morphousart.com. But uh, hey, Christopher, thank you for, for coming in. We're pumped yes, this worked you. out. Yeah, thank you for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I've been publishing a, a magazine in the area, and Christopher is no longer even just a local artist. He's, he's literally now national, uh, actually based on some of his YouTube and things, actually probably international. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Uh, right, gra graduated locally, right? Right. Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> we're definitely national, international, going, going as far as we can. So. Excellent. So uh, you're uh, no, I mean you graduated at Clear Lake High School, right? I did graduate. From he Clear graduated Lake. at Clear Lake oh, okay. High School. He's a local he's a product. Clear Lake, right? Clear Lake High School local. graduate. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's just uh, swinging through Texas right now. I think he had some shows recently in yeah. Austin and Dallas, maybe. Yeah. And, uh, last weekend we were doing some and, Texas shows. And as soon as this is over, you're heading the road to Corpus. Yeah. In the morning, I leave for Corpus Christi show there tomorrow night. So, so what is the, the evolution of that whole thing? I know you used to well, you used to paint at Scout Bar. Yeah, Scout right? Bar is definitely one of the places that started all out. Uh, I would just find honestly my friends that were in bands and go to their shows and be like, "Hey, can I try this thing? I just want to sit off and paint a painting off to the side, you know, something cool." And uh, I always I thought it'd be cool just to jam out to the music and see what would come out on the on the canvas. Just uh, see, you know, try to interpret and channel the music energy into the canvas, and um, that evolved to going from band to band to meeting really famous musicians and traveling around with them. And eventually, I got the idea: well, what if I was just playing my own like uh, songs that I picked out, and I went up there and painted a painting in like thirty minutes for everybody as like an opening act. And a band let me try to do that, and it went over well. So then I went to uh, a whole tour where I did that for a band after that a couple years. And then now uh, the shows are based around me. I learned how to DJ <laughs> and uh, been making my own DJ mixes before the show in Ableton. So when I go up there, I, I do a little tweaking, but basically I just press play to the mix that I've already made. And am I my own painting DJ? So wow. that is awesome. That yeah. is cool. Evolution. Do, so that, do you control everything. The lights. The yeah. The, I actually built in my own lighting control on the easel that I. So as you're painting, yeah. you're controlling the entire mood and the thought of everybody right. that's watching you paint as you paint this. Exactly. 
Definitely. In 30 minutes. And you're kind of yeah. 30 minutes. Our, I mean, I can extend it longer to make the, if depending on our shorter. I mean, I've done it in short as 15 if they only have 15 minute windows. I've, Sometimes I've, I've seen some like, pretty quick stuff that was yeah. pretty, pretty freaking <laughs> That's what blows man. my mind is how quick yeah. you do it, too. I mean, what, what was the, th- the thought process there? I mean, just, I mean, just, I all had to meet the show. It was never really intended that from the start. It was more just play while the paint while the band's playing. And as I realized how fast the paintings could get created and learning more technique of how to do it quicker and quicker, I was like, well, you know, what's, what is the fastest? And really the fastest painting that I've ever seen anybody do live like that is that's an actual detailed painting with brushes, not like spray paint art or whatever. But, um, and it's not just, uh, and it's also the thing about these paintings is it's not really planned out. I don't like do this painting a hundred times. That, that was my next it, question. It really is the, kind the, of impromptu, right? The, I mean, right. you're like channeling the, the energy from the audience. Because there is like a, a couple of famous guys who go up on stage and they paint a portrait of someone famous upside down. But they've they done that a hundred times. They've literally and they, painted and that painting like a hundred times. That's performance art yeah. where they they've And that's really cool. They do it in like yeah. five minutes, you know, and that's amazing. <laughs> But um, these paintings that I do, I pretty much freestyle. And I, don't I don't think I've ever seen the same thing. Or right. usually, it's like a totally different idea every time. And yeah, I try to keep like it fresh. There's like four thousand faces in, in, in there. <laughs> well, that's what's crazy. You know? Just the detail in you know every, like, every angle you look at the paintings are yeah, different. Yeah, I did too. like forty mm-hmm. portraits in this one. And right. <laughs> yeah, the name of my tour that I'm doing is called Paradolia, and that's like the human psychological. Uh, I or psychological thing where you you know you see clouds and you look and you see faces up in there or you see like you right, know, right. patterns on the floor in the bathroom and you start to see like different things pop out. Well, that's just something that happens in the brain normally. Whenever we see a pattern, we try to turn it into something we recognize, and the thing we recognize most is a human face. So you're naturally seeing faces and things. I always thought it was kind of crazy for a while. <laughs> I was like, why am I seeing faces there? Why? Well, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to paint them in there because that's what I see, you know. Right. That's awesome, man. But, uh, but then I, I actually heard one of my favorite speakers, Alan Watts, on a talk that he was doing on YouTube to talk about pareidolia. And I was like, whoa, that's a thing? Like, I'm not crazy. <laughs> so, uh, so then I named my tour that just because on a play on it, how if you look really close into most of my paintings, there's little hidden stuff that absolutely. Kind of so as you're painting, do you let the brush strokes talk to you and just show you where the faces are? Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't know how you that do is that. super That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> like almost all of them are like. And there's no control. Like there's no undo key. Feature. I mean, when you're yeah. painting, right? I mean, you know, you're just. I, mean, I have a lot of correct digital <laughs> art. Uh, a lot of modern, you know, designs and stuff are all done. They they look like they're painted, but they're actually just done with a Wacom tablet and Photoshop. You know, absolutely. And so um, it is kind of funny to talk to them and be like. You know, they look up to me because I'm painting it with brushes Real and time. stuff. Yeah, Real time. Real time. Yeah. In front of thousands of people in a lot of cases. But I say that same thing. I'm like, yeah, I guess there's no undo button, you know. No undo. <laughs> but no. one of my friends uh, who's notorious for, like, painting over stuff that she doesn't like kind of, like, sparked me into the the just realization or just reminded me you know no matter it keeps a lot of fear or like nervousness out of it if you know you can just paint over it if you don't like it you know like you can always just paint over it uh part of it and then repaint it and well depends acrylic yeah yeah then you can yeah hair dryer i i did use oil paint for a long time and uh all up before i started doing this uh live painting and then the first live painting i ever did was an oil paint 
And then I realized that was an infectious work. disease. <laughs> Oil just—it starts on the painting and it's, it just transfers oh, everywhere. Yeah, it never—it never dries. So it's mm. like, I was like, the guy bought it at the show, and I was thinking, well, how would this work if someone? Yeah. Was hey, try don't to take touch this, this for yeah. about three months. Yeah. <laughs> so that I, one part probably like two years. Right. And that was literally the last oil painting I ever did. I did oil paints for years, and then that first show, I did oil paint and never, never touched it again. And just realized, oh, I got to learn how to use acrylic, and yep, I like, teach yep, myself yep. how to use acrylic. So, so about how long have you been doing the? Del- that first show was uh, at the end of 2010. Okay, okay. So we're going on wow. eight years. Eight years, yeah. Man. So that whole evolution you talked about earlier was eight years. That's like a. It's. I don't know. That's like a 30 year career. It's been a. It's been a. It's been a good ride, you know. And it actually feels like it's just getting started in a way because. Everything that I've done this past eight years has kind of been almost my like training in the entertainment industry and on the road, living on the road um, with painting, live painting itself and live entertainment performance. But so now it's time to take it to the next level. Yeah, right? now it's time to kick it up a notch and take it to the next level and actually be the show instead of joining the show. You know, or right, right. Company. I know you uh, you didn't you have like a, a collective of artists that you had worked with in mm-hmm. the Houston area that you had kind of. Yeah, when I first started, I, I just uh, I didn't know exactly what we were going to do. And we really didn't know, you know, anything about live painting when we really first started. We just uh, went out. You just knew it had to get done? Yeah, I just wanted to sell my art. I was uh, waiting tables, and I wanted to sell art for a living. So uh, I had been waiting tables at this restaurant down in Kima on the boardwalk for years and years and done really well there. And they were you know, really supportive of it. So I was like, hey, why don't I take a, a Friday off every week? I just won't work Fridays. Instead of Friday, I'll go out and try to find somewhere to sell Which my Which Friday's art. the main money day. Right, exactly. Right? Yeah, that was a big commitment for me. So, uh, But um, like I said, that first show I did, I sold the painting and I made as much money as I would have made. Uh, that night with, working. Yeah. So I was like, well, this evens out, so let's just keep doing this. And then... Click. Uh, yeah. When, <laughs> and so uh, we went to a, a number of different things. I actually uh, invited a couple of people that I was working with in the restaurant, some friends from the past, and... Um, Another, a couple of artists that I'd met, everybody was kind of artistic in there, and then some people were actually painters, some were musicians and stuff, but I invited them all to come help me work, and I would give them like a small salary every week, and we would uh, just find ways to sell the art in different ways. We tried a few different ways, uh, like a you know farmer's market, crafts fair, just different little uh, art shows, like at an art gallery, official things. And then whenever I tried the live painting thing, I realized, hey, this is something this different. This can go on the road. Yeah. yeah. No, well, this, nobody was doing it. I mean, I never even heard of anybody doing it necessarily, especially the way I was seeing it. And when I got out there more and went national more, I, I started realizing there were people doing this uh, more in like the hippie scene um, and that kind of like jam band scene. There was the only uh, real commonplace for it. But other than that, there wasn't anybody else doing this. And I wasn't really into that kind of music. I loved like rock and reggae, reggae. and hip-hop yeah mainly <laughs> reggae, all over reggae man. and so yeah that was a big thing and i was like well let me try this with the reggae bands because this is what i'm into you know and um so we just pushed that more and found any kind of shows that we could go to that they'd let us come out to and uh it just grew and we went from um you know out of working out of my garage um meeting every week there you know writing down our goals and meditating was a big thing for us um uh, 
and focusing on like how can we you know make this into a thing to all working full time and buying a, a space a office space and a little studio warehouse and um paying them all full time as employees and running as a legit business you know getting our business license for morphous art and turning it into something official so that was a, a big transition that happened in less than like six months wow. um you know maybe so you know the the act of meeting artists i mean you just they just came out of the woodwork when they yeah uh, saw you work or uh, well no not always i mean artists can be kind of shy here and there and then sometimes they're not and they really want to figure out something too so um i i met some here and there but the thing is what we were finding our niche in this live painting scene not every artist really wants to do that they don't want to stay in the studio and stuff so the ones that we did find that were willing to come out and work, we we welcome them. They've got a place. They've got yeah. something they can do. Work to stand. Yeah. Work to people. And then, well, we got uh, to the point uh, after being a year into it that we had so many shows that we'd start to send other artists out. Cover this show. Yeah, you Let's go paint at this show. I'll this. go paint at this show. So I know you even did duo paintings for just a little while. Well, where I, I started another company with uh, in around 2013, I think. 2014 with a girl from Orlando that's a painter and she and so we paint together at the same time and yeah we've been uh I, I believe in collaboration I think that's one of the biggest ways that I've learned I, I think grow. the most memorable was like an eagle that y'all had did there was like an eagle it was <laughs> and it was both y'all had painted it but it looked like one artist right right and if they were these were bigger too these yeah. weren't like your normal yeah, these were these like were bigger three deals. Feet, four and, feet. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm not a big social media guy, but without it, I probably would have never seen that painting, man. <laughs> right. So, so you know, it's like I feel fortunate to have even seen that thing, man. <laughs> well, I feel like we've kind of been following him from afar. You know, after oh, he left sure. the area and went on the road, right. took family sure. on the road, and traveling with you know big acts like Mariahu yeah. and, and the Three Eleven, Modest Yahoo. Yeah, yeah, slightly stupid revolution is revolution. probably one of the main yeah, ones. Yeah, man. Yeah. Next thing I know, on Facebook, you're painting at Red Rocks. You yeah. know, right. I mean, you know, yeah. so. Red Rock's my favorite. All right. Coming up next, we'll talk about Chris's favorite stadium and things he has done mysteriously. Did you miss us? We're back. Live from the ECU of Texas Studios, the Galactic Coast Power Hour with John Ennis and Mighty Mike Taylor. What's up? What's up? Welcome back. We got John Ennis. Chris Morphus. Hey, guys. Chris. And Money Mike. All right. As we left last time, what is your favorite stadium that you've performed? Or venue, festival? Yeah, venue festival. festival. Definitely Red Rocks Amphitheater. Red Rocks is right outside of Denver and is probably one of the most amazing views whenever you're looking at the band uh, behind it. You see the whole city of Denver. You're way up on top of a mountain, and it's incredible. Um, the acoustics is surrounded by rocks is a natural amphitheater the way that they built it and it seats about 10,000 people wow so every almost every show I've done there has been sold out and to just be surrounded by 10,000 people the the music and and going backstage you see uh, it goes back to like the 40s or something the 50s that they've wow. been doing stuff that, some like history Bob Marley the Beatles a whole bunch of people played there Pretty much everybody in uh, rock, you know, like did a show there at one point. 
and it, it it's blown my mind a few times and it's also it houses uh or it's home to one of the first people that ever did what i'm doing his name's scramble campbell scramble campbell <laughs> yeah scramble he, shout out to scramble campbell yeah shout out to scramble campbell he kind of paved the way to uh live painting and let they welcome me with open arms which a lot of venues you can only imagine you walk in there as a painter and they're and you want to do what yeah you know <laughs> yeah i don't think so man our bands are into music man you're I mean, gonna have to get off to the side there <laughs> they're they're instantly worried about if you're gonna make a mess or, or do you know damage their right. facility I've, I've been in a place in san francisco where they were like they just did like a 10 million dollar renovation on this beautiful theater very ornate and I had to do some sweet talking to, you know, tell them, listen, I'm not going to do anything to your theater. I promise I'm not. That's another thing that uh, there is people that have done this before that throw the paint around and kind of like make a craziness. And that's I'm going like, to make them part of the. Yeah. I, mean, I can see that perspective, but uh, I don't know that as a patron, as, yeah. especially if it's like Gigi Allen, if he wants to spread his, right. spread no, his love. That's you know, literally gonna, happened with uh, yeah, duck, people. Duck, dive, dip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, there's been a painter that uh, got, uh, you know, it really hard to do at certain places. Um, and so I have to remind, you know, when I get in there, show them, look, luckily I have the band managers and the, you know, production managers that work with me, tell them, you know, look, he's self-contained, no mess. I don't, that's one of the things too. This is, is an it, actual, an artist. I, I jam yeah. out. I've, I rock to the music and, and move the brushes around no, but really it flows. fast. It flows. But I don't ever, I barely get any paint on me or, and I never get anywhere else. And that's a, that's a big thing that is its own art is like keeping <laughs> everything around you. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Self-contained. You know, the way yeah. the, the, I'm glad you brought that up. The way you move when you're painting is with the music. You're, you're I, feeling the music. So definitely really, I think the next evolution of you going to just doing your own show, I think it was just a natural thing because I mean, you're feeling the whole thing as you're doing right. it anyway. Right. I it, always kind of, it feels the, natural. It's, you know, I can't. I've. Uh, I hate it, but I never watch the bands whenever I watch the bands, <laughs> right? Because you're like, what's going on there? And then, unless they're doing something interesting that, to pull the eye, right. I think it compliments. Out. It gives like because they're giving the audio, so you're giving yeah, the visual. Yeah, and you're kind of like gives ear it to the, the band, the eye to you, right? Yeah, and, totally. And totally. so I pictured uh, because. When I first did my first live shows, I really got close to a lot of the musicians, and I pictured the paintbrush almost as like my instrument. Sure, and I, sure. And if my instrument, you know, how would I play the paintbrush if it was an instrument is one of the big things that I've thought about. And so when I paint, I literally treat it as like it's following the beat or the riff to the guitar or whatever, and um, try to keep with that and everything. So it's literally channeling that music into. Um, and then, you know, we're working on prototyping, you know, actually making a drum pad out of a canvas and different things Ooh, like that. Or a no, MIDI, I've, I've, MIDI I've, controller. I've, okay, so we tried to develop back when I was in one band was the singer, because we never could find a drummer, uh-huh. was a suit that was a drum kit. Nice. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I so I bought, I bought a DM5 and I bought all the stuff. And mm-hmm. to, you still today at my studio, I have a couple of things that are triggered on my right. studio that'll make the sound. 
May have it to is, link up on that. Dude, it is totally <laughs> possible. It is totally possible. Oh, yeah, I know. But it's, it's, mad somewhat, it's somewhat of a, uh, uh, a Mike, quagmire once yeah, you really get into it. Yeah, yeah. It is somewhat of a quagmire. So maybe we could just There's do a like a sparkle samples. in Mike's eye right now. Right, right, right I think, right, I think right. we could do this. Just woke Mike up. <laughs> yeah, no, this is it. You're going to see it in the future. That's mad for but, sure. So, so at Red Rocks, we saw a pretty lengthy video from you that was that was really super cool. And what I'm what I'm thirsting for is I know we see we see the videos and we see the time lapse and I know you're starting to do those yourself, right? right. And uh, those videos are super cool. The time lapses <laughs> are really really man. They they get you don't expect it to get that detailed as soon as it as soon as it yeah, does. Yeah, it's hard to capture. And just you a get few to see how like... fast you know. And until you see it live, you don't realize actually how fast this painting comes together. <laughs> but what I want to know is can we expect more videos from you of definitely you know full definitely. venues with full because you experience so many places right you know i dude i want to be there at a lot of those i see the paintings that are after but i don't see the venue and i know you still want people to be there but right man i can't fly across the country 24 <laughs> hours a day just to try to keep up with what you're doing yeah we started the tour face series last year and just documenting a little bit about what we do and what we're going through while we're traveling including like the so paintings live. you loaded up your family yeah and here you are okay yeah Continue. yeah that's sorry. kind of a crazy story right i mean at I some think point that's a that's a, that's a side <laughs> story so yeah sorry at I didn't some mean point you decided up. it was time to to sell the house and take the family on the road yeah right? it was getting crazy um we were just traveling so much it obviously started local and then it kind of built up where i'd go okay i'm going to take this tour and i'll be back in two weeks okay i'll go do this tour and i'll be but back this in was week. in the prius right yeah, you were in yeah, the prius yeah right i remember that i put almost i put three hundred and fifty thousand miles on the prius brought it brand new with zero miles on it so by myself, literally <laughs> traveling around doing. doing I remember shows every time I saw you, I was like, "So where were you yesterday?" <laughs> Colorado, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Florida, and and uh, my wife was working full time as a nurse. Uh, we had uh, at one point we got a roommate that helped us watch the kids, and that really helped. But I would literally do a festival all weekend, do a tour till Sunday night. Mm -hmm drive overnight back into Houston, get there at like six in the morning <laughs> when she had to leave to go to the hospital to work just so I could be there for the kids and then like, you know, not even really sleep, just get, get on with the day, you know? So uh, it's pretty intense uh, trying to maintain the home life and the and the travel life at the same time. And so. stay balanced and... Because yeah. I know you're a spiritual person, so yeah, staying balanced and, and so I and all started that. like uh, researching RVs and I started renting RVs and then I eventually just bought one and uh, we were doing so well with the artwork that I ha told my wife just quit your job and let's just move into this RV and travel together, you know, as a family. So we've been doing that. That is awesome, man. <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. I mean, yeah, people really. Uh, in a nine-to-five job, you can get kind of lost in the job and the pressures of life mm -hmm. and never spend time with your family, but right. turn across the uh, country in yeah. an RV. You're, you're, you're pretty <laughs> intimate with, uh, I'm sure, every movement of oh, every yeah. every piece of your family. I mean, it was right? a decent size. It was a 30-footer. You know, it was our own tour bus, basically. You know, It was it was great for um, for the whole family, the dog. We got a you know 80-pound dog. And he of course, yeah. That, yeah. Too, which is... <laughs> Really good on the road to have, but we literally pull the RV right up, park it right in downtown, wherever on the street where the venue is, and um, are behind it wherever. Yeah, just like the bands do. I learned from the bands. I watched them do it with their tour buses, and I just park right where the tour buses park, you know. And then uh, if I wanted to, I could go outside and have dinner with my family and then walk in and do the show. And it was it was pretty cool. Um, 
and then yeah we've uh we've evolved a little bit now and and this tour we're gonna do just one city every week instead of doing a new city every night which is really intense with the with the family situation and we're gonna um like rent a house everywhere we go for a week and so we'll have like an actual house everywhere right right to just somewhere to yeah and we're we're like towing a car behind a a big suv with the van so then that way we both have cars there and make it a little bit more user-friendly for the family you know but um I, I really enjoyed the the challenges and the <laughs> things that we learned about RVs together were amazing. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. So you homeschool your children. Yeah, we've been homeschooling and, for the and, last two you years. You and Jennifer homeschool yeah. your children Jennifer, together. Yep. She's been my uh, manager slash personal assistant slash homeschool teacher slash everything. On the road nurse, you know, everything. Right, you need. right, <laughs> right, right. So she's amazing. And then... Um, the kids have stepped up. They'll even come up, you know, whenever they can, if the situation's right into the booth and they'll be selling the art themselves, giving people cards and stuff, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's interesting, but, um, I'm definitely, you know, glad that we had that experience as a family. Cause it brought us a lot closer than we ever could have been, you know, me traveling obviously, or even if we were doing the nine to five thing, not even I, if I just had a regular job, you know, they would have never got to see, they've seen the whole country like four times already. Wow. You know? So in a, in a regular job though, do you think that you would be, I, I know that you, you have, you have a favorite charity, correct? Yeah, definitely. And uh, a lot of your proceeds go yeah. to, go to this we're, charity. We're right? donating to a charity called uh, mindfulschools.org, which actually has to do with kids and mindfulness. Um, one of the main things that helped us, build this whole business was our meditation practice um using meditation and mindfulness uh to be able to be mindful of ourselves what we're capable of what you're saying what you're doing your actions Mm -hmm. and so i had never really you know practiced meditation before i even started this and then that practice of meditation uh, is kind of one of the core fundamentals to the the whole company that we started we would get together as a group of people and all take time to do a group meditation every week. And so you're meditating, you're focusing on a certain yeah, aspect we, we or we'd write down because uh, there's, there's goals uh, that we want to do. Like I think five types of meditation, right? Really, as far right. as as far as your focus goes, and you you go on like single focus with a group, right? Mm-hmm. With a group and a single focus. It, it also uh, pulls into play the law of attraction, quote unquote. That sure, people, sure, sure. Uh, you know, mainly just like you focus on what you get. So. Uh, we'd sit down as a, as a company and we do this as a family too and write down the things that we want to see happen and then we take time to uh, get together yeah, as a group do and some meditate deep breath, over it. Breaths yeah. and just like sit there and, and kind of visualize it together use that visualization and it really really worked like um, at one point we wrote down I, I was just doing local shows at, at the beginning and I wrote down I will paint on stage was slightly stupid they're one of my favorite bands and they're you know world famous band reggae band boom and, came uh, true yeah in less than a month I was, <laughs> met their manager and traveled around with them they wow. invited me and it was it was almost eerie you know I'm like at a music festival they're there so I just go up next to the stage and paint and then my friend's like hey come back here I want you to meet somebody and it's their manager and I'm like hey man uh, I really like you guys I do this live painting thing he's like I saw you here's my number and then next thing you know a month later I'm on tour with them and they're opening for 311 we're traveling around with 311 around the country and less than you know it's, that is freaking it's pretty crazy. intense so uh, wow so that that mindfulness that positive and, attitude yeah, the mindfulness it's definitely the- something that I try to paint about 
Um, so you have you have some uh, some tattoos on your wrist there. Yeah, yeah, definitely right? more love, what, what, stay humble. Some things that I always more love. I like on. that. Every definitely. time <laughs> I've seen you, it's always it's always about love, man. And definitely, I, I super enjoy that. Definitely, definitely one of my main focuses, and that's one of the things that I felt with with art in general that I could do is just show people that with art, show people you know if anything being mindful and. And so, yeah, Sorry. just uh, <laughs> doing uh, and and just like paint about it in general to get get that message across and and then show people it in action, obviously, with with the, with the meditation, mm -hmm. meditation, your attitude and your painting. Yeah. And with your family on a bus. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. All right. Hey, more from Chris. Some beer tastings coming up. Described as the fastest, most engaging live painter on the planet, we're here with Christopher Morphis. Hey, and uh, Mike just made a little beer run. That was quick. Beer Wait, run. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's amazing how quick, how close the fridge is. <laughs> <laughs> so you've, uh, I was kind of looking at your upcoming schedule and even yeah. what you've done. Uh, so you've got, you've got some shows coming up. Uh, yeah. If you're, uh, if anybody in Corpus Christi, we're going to be down there tomorrow night, and then on Wednesday I'll be at Warehouse Live with a band called The Green from Hawaii and Ayaterra from LA. So that's going to be a really good show. I'll be painting there too. Awesome. Heads up, Houston peeps. And you've also you've uh, you've performed at a lot of breweries lately. Uh, yeah, yeah, we've been awesome. doing the breweries. Nice. Got a, a lot of friends that are in the brewery business, and uh, they come to the shows. They've seen us do do the thing, so they're like. Yeah, why don't you come out and try your your new act here? So no, I noticed that in the next uh, month or so you'll be hitting breweries and you'll be hitting breweries in California, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Maryland. I mean, you yeah. know, that's that's an you know you said you're only hitting you're, you're kind of taking it a week at a time, but still you're covering a crazy amount of territory right. in just uh, two months. Yeah, wow, I wanted to make the whole country. <laughs> <Man>, <laughs> you're literally hitting the whole country. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's uh it's going to be an adventure. I'm excited about it. It's awesome. So, how many breweries have you done so far? Uh, we did one on Cinco de Mayo this uh, last uh, on on Saturday, and then we've got about I think at least ten, five or ten. Do you change your routine at all, or is it just painting? Is I it, do a is new it the music and I the, do a new and painting. The... And well, no, yeah, I, I do change up the music a little bit too here and there. Right, but, right, to to your mood, just yeah. like your paintings, right? Yeah, I mean, you, and that kind of influences uh -huh. what you're going to be oh, doing. Oh yeah, right? yeah, like on uh, Star Wars Day on Friday, we did a show, and I had to put a little Star Wars, you know, theme song in there and some of the stuff. Right, 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 right. So, and then Cinco de Mayo did all Spanish, like totally. Hispanic music. Yeah, definitely. So. I highly recommend if anybody you know out there after the show's over, pull up. Uh, it's morphosart.com, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, the tour schedule's right on the home. Yeah, page, tour so. schedule's on the homepage. There's videos. There's uh, episodes of his tour face. Yeah, you know, video on blogs on there. Uh, but uh, take a look at the artwork. I mean, you've got all your artwork archived yeah. for like the last wow. five or six. Yeah. I mean, for like many seven. years. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's just. I mean, that's what's kind of overwhelming is just the quantity and quality, uh, you know, the, the quality times quantity. Because right. you, you I'm literally how you keep coming up with new ideas. I really the funny thing is, I I have more things to paint than I think I could ever paint is, you know, I don't like there's more ideas out there that I've already thought of that I want to paint than I don't even know if I'll get to. And I've painted thousands of paintings, but 
Um, yeah, there's, you know, there's a lot of really awesome, uh, images and photography that I come across being on social media and I'm like, wow, I got to paint that. I got to paint that. And I've saved literally hundreds to thousands of pictures that I'm like, I'm going to reference that and then turn that into something cool. You know, you know, what's kind of always, always, and I, I think you would, you would be good at this is like in New York when they do those perspective drawings, right? On like the yeah. road, it's called anamorphic, anamorphic, anamorphic art. I mean, it's in your, it's almost in your name. I mean, you were like one letter away. You gotta, you're going to have. <laughs> to do it at some point because those things are freaking amazing they are. That especially when you take crazy. the right picture yeah on that and to I've have done, that perspective i've done a couple murals at festivals where they were on like corners of pieces and when you look at straight it like flattens out and looks pretty cool uh, so awesome. right right but never on the street like what you're saying like to that level where man like you're i saw i saw this thing on facebook where it was uh, uh it was like this this metal structure and as it turned it was like yeah four or five mm -hmm. different different little paintings or uh, little i don't know why i use the term little these four or five saying, amazing yeah, yeah. sculptures yeah, yeah, as yeah. it turns it morphs into this yeah no i've seen that and that is amazing it must, it take I'm, I'm thinking i'm a thinking lot of some, planning. something like that was yeah we gotta in get into future, that man, because, definitely because i totally see it. that as with <laughs> the way the depth that you see things i mean no it's happening <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> Done deal. So, okay, Star Wars, huge fan. Yeah. All right. So I have to know, what do you think about the Disney takeover? Uh, you know, I think I think the movie's still pretty good. I like all the recent movies they came out with. I mean, I'm, I think they have enough money to keep the the graphics, you know, to the next level. And hands down, favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, the Return of the Jedi. Return of the yeah, Jedi, yeah, right? Sure. Luke gets his he gets his revenge. Yeah. Everything turns around. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm. The, once you have that experience with the first ones, you can't really. I'm I'm ahead. ready. I'm ready to debate though because because <laughs> because I think personally, Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie that I'd ever seen. Simply because my emotion level towards the end was so high. Yeah. I was so emotionally wrapped up in this movie. No, I feel and I, you know, and I knew she was she was going to go away because there was never any mention of her uh -huh. ever in yeah, any yeah, previous. Yeah. So you can't go back from that. You right. know, you know they're going to they're all going to die but the fashion that they do it in i mean no yeah you're right because it wasn't like save the day at the end yeah. right yeah, right yeah, yeah. i mean it was it was sure. do or die the whole fleet was in she had mm -hmm. her charisma brought all these people to this to this planet that no one ever wanted to go to right. i mean come on was, <laughs> no you're right it was you an emotional sense, roller coaster you, you can man. sense the passion of course yeah. this is a guy that got I'm very passionate if you look return at my of the jedi stuff. was my favorite movie until until rogue one was Man. that the most? That's the most recent one, right? No, no. The Last Jedi just came. Oh, out. Yeah. Okay. yeah. This was the prequel. But I saw Rogue on yeah. how they got the plans to destroy the Death Star and how all that proceeded before it even got to Princess Leia. Yeah. So it's three and a half. Yeah. Right. Or yeah, three point three point eight five <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. If you look at my recent recent paintings on the website or social media, definitely you'll see how big a Star Wars fan I am. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we, we actually uh, we we shared one on the Galacticos Power Hour page, oh, cool. but uh, but yeah, definitely check out morphosart.com. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, there's uh, there's some excellent Star Wars paintings. And of course, oh, Mike's a huge Star Wars fan. I remember no. watching him get his uh, <laughs> getting his vows renewed, dressed as Han Solo, his yes, wife Princess Leia yes, in no, Vegas. Absolutely. Yeah, we, Darth, awesome. Darth Vader was if officiated the ceremony in uh, Vegas. He was, yeah, John was there. John <laughs> was there. Ass. We had uh, we had about twelve people. We yeah. all flew to Vegas. That was and, fun. Uh, that was fun. Darth Vader sold it, man. We all had uh, Carrie brought lightsabers, yeah, passed them out to everybody, yeah. and Darth Vader was like. <laughs> 
we are here and he did the whole the whole thing the whole way through coolest man. wedding is, ever oh dude. it was awesome cool no sweet. and mike was an awesome han solo but carrie nailed princess leia oh, she right. actually outdid princess leia she oh did. yeah she did yeah we'll we'll post a picture on the right. Right. Power. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's that's a that's a classic actually i think we just came up on the anniversary of that it didn't did. we? yeah we did. Just, because yeah. we did it on our seven year itch which was may 1st is our anniversary day but we did it on i think it was may 6th or 7th that oh, we did okay. the, that, that the photo ceremony. that photo just right. crossed my right. yeah just came across it recently cool. so i knew we were coming so up cool. on it yeah. I, think the, I think the people before us had like an elvis wedding we're like you know, was, yeah that's typical you? <laughs> <laughs> when i was like second grade i was running like a star wars crew at the elementary school yeah. i was on solo and all y'all are princess leia uh, <laughs> Star Not Wars. to age me or anything. Whoa! <laughs> it took me a while to get to uh, to really embrace the new ones though, because I, I did the first three were such a you, you know, got to be skeptical, especially yeah. Disney's like, you know. And, and then when, when I start seeing people like Samuel Jackson and people that I've seen in other movies, you I know, was like, that kind of that was kind of hard for me to place, you know, you right. McGregor and stuff. I I'm mean, a Jedi, yeah, mother. yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, just you know, seeing these guys that I've seen in other movies, all of a sudden, all these famous people are playing the roles. I'm like, yeah, you know, but hey. Yeah, but yep. the most recent one I saw, which I don't think is the most recent one, those were ambitious. actually still under George Lucas. Right. And yeah. Lucas Arts, JJ Abrams took over. Yeah, before before Disney took over, the Disney's just done the uh, the, the last two, the last three, oh, three, God, and more. then four because the Han Solo stories. But the Han Solo stories were novels way before oh, any really? of these other movies came out. Oh my God, there was so many novels that spun out of Star Wars. There was this mm-hmm. whole genre of Star Wars prequels and now quills and right, you know right. post quills and you know. Han well, Solo funny. went to the store, and this was a movie. You yeah. know? <laughs> it's funny how like using the force is a lot about like what we talk about using like your mind to achieve anything that you want or that anything's possible with you know the power of focus, the pure energy, yeah. the pure energy, and the righteous energy. That. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I'm such a big fan is because that's what like I'm all about. And mindfulness again, bringing it back is definitely one of the main factors in that. And it's only one of the only movies that really like spotlights that as like a fundamental, you know. So, excellent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last year I did the the Yoda painting, and everybody was so blown away by it. I that was, was like, cr- that was, I was crazy. Like, I got I can't wait till May the fourth. So now every year on May the fourth I get excited. <laughs> right. Like, what am I gonna paint? What am I gonna paint? And I don't I don't just paint Star Wars. Like I won't paint it the rest of the year. I, I literally just save it. Because I want it to be that that inner special, all that yeah. Built up. special right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and speaking of Yoda, and uh, we'll transition to yoga. Oh yeah, I, I remember uh, one time. I think the last time I visited you over at the studio, I walked yeah. in and you and the wife were doing yoga. So is that an yeah. important part of the whole oh, mix? Big time, big time. Yeah, yoga has definitely been a key to just, especially traveling around the road, all that driving, standing right. up, painting. Yeah, keeping um, the muscles tender. Along, yes. yeah, along with uh, meditation, yoga is definitely like the active meditation part of it just like keeping the body mindful of the body and um and i've been building my practice since i started this and i wasn't ever into it before at all and and it's definitely helped me be able to paint faster paint for longer periods of time i've sat up and stood up and painted for you know god knows how long maybe like six to eight hours sometimes straight of painting and uh to be able to do that definitely requires some good stretching something you're going to (laughs) develop Yeah, Bumps yeah, right the there. lower back, yeah. 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 <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. 
So do you have any like medical knowledge that comes with the yoga as far as healing yourself, trying to massage yourself? To definitely. Keep yourself definitely. I feel like we are all in control over our own health and our bodies. And it's, it's a mind state again, the way that you, uh, actively affirm or you Pers- know, don't pursue the degradation or the mm-hmm. increase of, yeah, your your spiritualness, own. I guess, is is what is I what mean, I consider. Really, it. Yeah, I mean, it's really uh, you know, phys- yeah, the physical part of it comes from how you it, think about it. Yourself. Cultivates the yeah. whole yeah, the whole thing. So your attitude towards what what you're going to be feeling or how healthy you are really comes into play with uh, you know how, what results. I feel like so I've been definitely practicing that on the road. It's almost. Um, you know, something that we've been we've been teaching people that we go on the road with a lot of the bands and different people, part of the crew. You know, we'll actually sit down as a group together before the show and sometimes do some yoga and then meditate. And it it definitely we've been told. You know, it, it brings a whole different vibe. They're not really used to it all the time, and they really appreciate it. Excellent, excellent. So I see Mike's uh, he's uh, popping some we're tasting some beer right I think, I think well this in theory this is a beer show oh this yeah. Is yeah. A beer show. yeah this is a beer show <laughs> well I had a beer right <laughs> right <laughs> so this is from uh, Prairie Ales Prairie Artisan Ales right they're in I think they're o- in Oklahoma, they're in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 they're uh, and it's a they're uh, killing it an associate from work claims that they are the best brewery hands down. In America wow. right now, but there's yeah. some wow. people. Okay. There's 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 more than and a couple do, people that yeah. would agree with that. And they do yeah. they do they do Belgian style ales, and Belgians are very these are tricky beers. You can't just you can't just buy a homebrew kit and do an El, uh, a Belgian <laughs> right, now, right? You, you know, you can't do it. So to get the the flavor right and everything, you've got to you've got to do your studies. It's in a, it's it's a little different brewing method, you know. And I like the fact that they are an artisan ale and they're trying to do Belgian with with Galactic. It was all for me. It was all traditional german ales which i guess have they're not as much as in favor as uh super hoppy ipas and sour beers that are you know hazy that are that are are flavored with things and and hazy ipas and things but you know i i tried to stick to my style as much as anybody else so which which one is this is the uh this is prairie hop and it's a dry hopped belgian ale style so what i'm expecting is is we're going to taste some kind of a wood uh-huh. it's going to be like a wood but it's going to be very clean after stays white foam good head retention mine was the third poured but john's is the the one that should show the the head the head and it's not disappearing it's obviously a, a well-brewed beer it's already you've already got belgian lace on your glass before you know it but there you go not to be the true test but you know that's that's kind of how it goes really? but i have never had the prairie? Well, You've I've never, had, never a prairie? had a prairie? I've had a I've couple of theirs. So this is the first one for all of us. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Mm. Very good. Yeah. So this is closer to like what you would have been drinking before technology took place. Right hmm. before technology, this is the kind of beer that you would have been you before would have been drinking uh, bef- on a before on a temperature basis. control. Before, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now, now they're probably I don't know their their their, their style, but right. whatever they're doing, this tastes like an authentic you know Belgian beer. It really does. There's you know there's it's a little gamey, but it's fun. But it's you know it's exciting. You can tell there's no flaws in it. Definitely no flaws. Yeah. It's quenching. It's dry. It dries in your mouth. 
and yeah. it's it's freaking delicious. Yeah, I think actually, I, think I, I really could, dig that. Yeah, yeah. Now you you mentioned it. You know, it wasn't the cheapest a, offering. This is an eleven dollar bottle. <laughs> $11 okay, bottle. they had they had a a twelve ounce bottle at Specs for seven dollars and thirty five cents. What one twelve ounce bottle? One twelve ounce bottle. Wow. So you know, not the not the cheapest beers, but you know, I hey, guess I guess you get what you pay for. Yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an artisan ale. They have some interesting artwork. Uh, yeah, I like the art on that bottle. Looks pretty cool. cool. There's another. There's a Belgian style that we have uh, in here in Texas. It's Adel man. Oh, oh Alberts, Adelberts, Adelberts, yeah, Adelberts, and they have man. They have some really really solid. And, and I think uh, didn't Jester King? They do a lot of Belgium, don't they? They do a lot the of artisan ales. They do a lot, a lot of artisan ales. Far, they're they're yeah. a farmhouse yeah, ale. They farmhouse, they grow yeah. their own hops. They they're wow. trying to grow their own wow. grain. They're trying to do it right, man. They had the money. All in house. They're the all ones, in house. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they they challenged the state of Texas. Told the state of Texas what they thought the beer laws ought to be. A yeah, couple of the breweries sued, sued joined GMBC. with them yeah. and yeah, won yeah. and won no, and changed a lot of laws. That you know we didn't, we, didn't, we didn't foresee change right <laughs> right yeah we were not positioned for the, that change yeah <laughs> but uh, that's okay but yeah they uh they they some would argue they're probably the, the the hottest brewery in Texas Jester King I mean people make pilgrimages say, up there uh, I would say so you know the resale we had a guest in last Spindle week Sylvia talk about the resale market for yeah. some of the Jester Kings yeah, you know yeah. sending it. To they parts have, of the country. You can only get them there, so you got to go to the brewery to get them. So once you get them, then it turns into a black market situation <laughs> where you have people that didn't want to go to secondary the brewery. Secondary market, but the secondary market, which is what Sylvia's app is, right, is all trying to take over. Given, given people the opportunity to get beers you can't get. I mean, you know, yeah. like like I was saying last show, I've got a friend in Connecticut. She showed me a beer list at where she's at. And I'm like, I have never even heard of like. All of those breweries, <laughs> or the names of those beers, you know. So what's going on up there? I mean, mm-hmm. how many breweries can you keep track of? Seriously, true, true. <sighs> There's I an app know. for that now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I think we decided about three minutes before the show started that we're going to start. We're going to make a list of all the beers that we're going to log all the beers, all, and, all the beers and, that and we've been sampling. Try to keep everything show. fresh. Yeah, yeah, because we've been. Uh... One of them just threw up in the men's room. That's gross. We're back to the Galactic Guys and the Galactic Coast Power Hour on Final Draft Radio. That's right. We're back, and I'm, I'm calling not in on the, the one just not it. in the bathroom. No, I think, oh, 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 yeah, not it, not it. Okay. <laughs> so we're back. Right, we don't have much time. Left. We're, we're, I'm going to set up the Galactic Coast we're Challenge. Why don't you talk to Chris? Oh, I didn't even bring the sheet in. Okay, uh, from memory. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to set up the challenge. Okay. So uh, Galactic Coast Challenge, you have multiple options. One is mouth to cup, mouth to cup the Ping-pong pints and paddles. The, the the traditional beer pong bounce, the behind the back, and the hacky stack, hacky stack so- style. Uh, behind the back. Ooh, okay, behind the back. <laughs> All right. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, well, well, now that you've... Uh, the, the rules are the rules are kind of self-explanatory. Uh, so we're Mike, Mighty Mike Taylor is set, setting up the uh, Galactic Coast Challenge Stadium. Dun, 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 I'm so glad I remembered to bring so this in here. You have your choice to set up these glasses however you want them. Okay. Yeah, the, the triangle. However you want the flying V. Flying V. And Mighty Mike Taylor is uh, 
left the room. So, uh, so okay, so uh, show tomorrow in Corpus Christi. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. They've been promoting it a lot. I think there's going to be a lot of people out there. So, excited down the Corpus. Well, we brought in extra, extra balls. Okay, so. What do I do here? You have, you have six, four, five, six opportunities. Uh-huh. Right? As a single to turn around, you can do it that way as long as it's 180 degrees from where your other limb is. Okay. Over, round. Uh -huh. You have six opportunities to make the basket. And you've did got. You already, did how you how already, far back is he? How far? You got permission. The edge, to, of, the edge of the table. Okay, so okay. From your mic to the edge of the table. You can, you right. can, your body can touch anywhere in here. Yeah, have him back up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So you have permission to take the headphones off if you want to. Oh, yeah, okay. that. Yeah, stand where Mike is. Yeah, I was, I was wondering how the. Uh... All right, all right, here we go. Right. Ooh, oh, nice. He's he's measured. Oh, 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 same glass. Can, can it be closer? Oh, right. oh, what? No. Oh. Okay, you had you had three rims. That's one more shot. One additional shot. So Chris awesome. Murphys joins <laughs> Bill, Bill Arning, Arning as the only in the other semifinals. Yeah, you've outdone astronauts, aquanauts. Wow, uh, astronauts, brewers. Yeah, we're gonna we'll work on the placement of the Glasgow Stadium. <laughs> yeah, a little room for improvement there. But uh, all right, so we're gonna we're gonna sample the uh, the if we have any time left. I don't know. We might be doing it off the air, but uh, so we're gonna sample one more beer. I think. All right, this is. This this beer says craft or death on the back craft side. Beer craft beer or death. death. Craft or death. That is the prose from the package. Craft beer or death. That was a very short one. Right. We'll do longer. The Galacticos Primetime Players present. Oh. Oh, no, no. It's death. All right. That's that's possibly an infected beer. <laughs> yeah. That's death. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's what happens when you come on our show and <laughs> pop a bottle. All right. We have uh, the Adam Smasher to the rescue. Adam okay. Smasher. I have to. Seriously. I have to stay here for a little while. This this thing is definitely. Oh, it'll spew. Oh, it's it's infected. the The pressure coming out of this bottle is crazy. It's either infected or way overcarbonated. Did y'all see me shake this? No. No. <laughs> no. no it had been, been sitting, sitting there man. for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this is our first incident of this. We're gonna log this beer. Probably never <laughs> try to tackle it again. I don't know. Can anyone say Fort Bend Brewing? It smells good. Okay, Funk House is correct. You, you you don't realize how much pressure I'm putting on the top of this Man, bottle. Yeah, you're pretty strong. I have That's I have had champagne <laughs> bottles that were not this wow, hard to contain. Look at Mike wow. flexing, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> truthfully, truthfully. I can't grab those. So, so what? Uh, <laughs> I can't move either one of my huh? hands <laughs> for a long time. All right, so tune in next week to see if Mike Taylor still has the hold of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So does anyone so, have a bucket? <laughs> oh man, we're gonna need a trash can or a bucket. We have some p pint glasses. Uh, we're no, right, that's wanna, not gonna work. Wanna, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you right now. The run. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna plan Mike's run run to the men's room. If, if, and, uh, if, if I even let up a little bit, this thing is going do, uh, everywhere, explode. and I'm running. I'm running do out need, of energy. Do you need us to take the your headphones off? 
Look, that's just that's just me letting up a little bit. Okay. You hear that right? Wow. Wow. Thanks for tuning in to Galactico's Power Hour. Thank you, guys. Thanks yeah, for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, no, I'm really glad you could make it, man. Yeah, yeah, this, is yeah awesome. this is this is fun. Located at the top floor of the Gemini <laughs> Epidemic Spill of Funky <laughs> IPA. 